Hey new mama, I remember being in your shoes and feeling so overwhelmed. I was battling mom guilt, trying to do it all, struggling to transition into working mom life, and just wished there was a place to go that would provide me clear guidance with simple, quick, easy solutions for the problems I was facing. Hey, I'm Lauren Francois and I created it for you. Welcome to the Mom Hacks Podcast, where in each episode I will provide you with a simple tactical hack in self-care, health, and wellness, mom life solutions solutions to simplify motherhood and even productivity, goal setting, and habit creation to make your transition back into the workspace that much smoother. Welcome to the show, Naptime Warrior. Now let's dig into today's episode. Mamas, this topic has been on my heart for a long time, and so I figured let's just go for it. I am so pumped to dive into today's episode. So welcome to episode nine, how I have gotten my kids to eat healthy. Before we dive in, I wanted to share just a couple of facts with you. So in 2017 and 2018, that year, adult obesity in the United States was 42.4%. 42.4%. That's almost half of our population. In 2000, that rate was at 30.5%. So over the past 18 years, even though it seems we are more focused on overall health and well-being, the obesity rate in the U.S. has gone up 12%. Now, the estimated annual medical cost of obesity in the U.S. is $147 billion. That's annual. That's yearly. And the medical cost for people who have obesity was almost $1,500 higher than those of normal weight. $1,500 per year. So, so often I hear women say, well, I just can't afford to eat healthy. But you guys, you can't really afford not to because obesity is a very real thing and if you are obese you are likely spending 1500 more dollars on medical bills every year because of that than someone of a normal weight so why am I telling you this because I'm supposed to be talking about how I get my kids to eat healthy well because our kids learn their eating habits from us if almost half of the U.S. is obese We're setting up a lot of children to have to deal with these same preventable issues. So I need to start this episode with a disclaimer. I'm not going to pretend that my kids eat perfectly. My kids eat cookies, they eat ice cream, dessert, they have candy here and there. And when we go to the grocery store and there's an option between a free piece of fruit and a free cookie, you guys, they always get the free cookie. However... My son's favorite foods include plain Greek yogurt, not flavored, plain Greek yogurt. How many adults do you know that even eat plain Greek yogurt? Paleo pancakes, salad, salmon, pork, 
broccoli, potatoes, bananas, all berries, and healthier versions of snacks like cauliflower chips. And my daughter, she's following in his footsteps. So I feel like we're on the right track with this one. This morning, actually, both of them just ate bowls of plain Greek yogurt with nothing else. No honey on top, no maple syrup, no berries, no fruit, just plain Greek yogurt. And they loved it. So sense of taste actually starts developing in the womb. The flavors of the food we eat and what we drink when we're pregnant actually pass through our bloodstream and into the amniotic fluid. And as our baby tastes the amniotic fluid, they have their first experience of various flavors. So whether you've been eating sweet, savory, or spicy foods, your baby will taste it. How cool is that? Now, don't get all worried. I'm pretty sure if you don't eat that great during your pregnancy, you're not going to like set your child up to be a terrible eater. But I just thought that was a really cool piece of information to know. So now let's dive into five ways that I've gotten my kids to eat healthier. The first thing I want you to do is start now. If you don't want your kids to put up a fight about eating healthy or if you want them to put up less of a fight about eating healthy because let's face it, sometimes they're going to put up a fight. You're going to make your life a lot easier if you start these habits when they're babies because they won't know anything different. We're helping them to create their eating habits. Now, if your children are a little bit older, you've got toddlers or even a little bit older than that, and they aren't eating as healthy as you'd like, don't worry. You can change that, but it is going to take more effort on your part. Now, the second way I've gotten my kids to eat healthy is I offered a very wide variety of foods from the very beginning. When you start with solid foods, it's natural for your baby to be suspicious of the taste of food after being accustomed to the sweet taste of milk. Babies will love the taste of certain foods right away, and they're also likely to reject certain foods too, so you may have to offer them numerous times. Offer a new food at least eight times, you guys eight times before deciding your baby doesn't like it. Now this is a common mistake that I see a lot of women make is they offer a food and they're like, oh, my baby doesn't like it and then they don't offer it again. You've got to offer it at least eight times before you decide if they're going to like it or not. And this was the case with my daughter Avery and raspberries. I remember the first time I gave her raspberries, she made this horrible face because you know they're kind of sour and tart and she did not like them and I was like oh no chica you're gonna like raspberries so I offered them again and I offered them again and I offered them again and now raspberries are one of her favorite foods she could eat a whole little carton of them in one sitting if she wanted to so you have to offer foods a lot and offer a wide variety of foods to help them learn the different tastes and grow accustomed to them the third way I've gotten my kids to eat healthy is they eat what I eat. Our kids eat the same thing that we do at breakfast, 
and at dinner. A lot of times I'll make them a specific lunch, but breakfast and dinner, they have the same foods we do. There is no making something different just for them. If they don't want to eat it, they don't get anything else. And I got that tip from our pediatrician. I had talked to her at one of Mason's appointments about how he just really wasn't into eating dinner that much. And she was like, you know, it possibly could be that he's just not that hungry. But also dinner, a lot of the flavors aren't as sweet because, you know, you're eating protein and vegetables. And so she said, offer him the food and give him a chance to eat it and if he doesn't want to eat it tell him that's fine but he doesn't get anything else because what they'll do is they won't eat it and then like 20 minutes later they'll ask for something else and if you give them something else you're telling them that it's okay that they didn't eat the thing that you prepared so our kids from day one of eating solid foods they have eaten what we eat and like I said they're most likely going to develop your eating habits. So this can make you take a look at your eating habits and what you're eating as well. The fourth way that I've gotten my kids to eat healthy is I've become very aware of sugar. Mamas, sugar makes kids crazy, for real. (laughs) And it's addicting. Whenever my son has sugar, you literally can see his behavior change within 10 minutes. He is bouncing off the walls. He goes nuts. And there is sugar hidden in a lot of foods that you wouldn't necessarily think of. So you've got to pay attention and look at labels. A really good example of this that drives me crazy is yogurt. Hence why my children eat plain Greek yogurt. I hate that all, basically all that I've seen, children's yogurt is flavored because there is so much sugar in it. I'm like, can't we just not do the flavored yogurt? They don't know what yogurt's supposed to taste like until we give it to them. My kids have very, very, very rarely had flavored yogurt. And that's why they like plain Greek yogurt because that's what they think yogurt tastes like. So you've got to be very aware of things like that and sugar that's sneaking into your kid's food. Another example of this is um, the overnight oats that I make. So I make overnight oats with unsweetened almond milk, plain Greek yogurt, and oats. And then I put some berries on top and my kids love them. And they have that for breakfast. And I used to drizzle some honey on top. But I found that they would eat it without the honey. So why am I drizzling honey on top, giving them a little extra sugar, making it sweeter when I don't have to? So now they just get it the way it is. No honey on top, no maple syrup on top, nothing to make it a little bit sweeter and they gobble it down. My last way of getting my kids to eat healthier is to stay the course. This is not easy. And it is an ongoing process. It can be stressful. I will not sugarcoat it. Sometimes getting your kids to eat healthy, sometimes getting your kids to just eat in general can be stressful. But it is 100% worth it because you are helping them develop habits that are going to support and sustain them and keep them healthy and energized and vibrant throughout their entire life. So while it's easier 
to cave and give them all of the unhealthy things. It's not our job as parents to do what's easy. It's our job to do what's best for them. So maybe you're thinking, okay, I want to get my kids to eat healthier, but I just don't know what to feed them. In the show notes, I have included a list of my favorite healthy things to feed my kids. So you can go check that out. And earlier, I did mention that our kids develop our eating habits. And if you heard that and you were like, shoot, My nutrition is not very good. I think nutrition is super confusing. I don't know what to eat. I don't feel like I have the greatest nutrition habits. Then guess what? I am here to help you. Based on your specific needs, we can work together to figure out a nutrition program that best suits you and helps you as their mother eat healthier, learn more about nutrition because Really, you guys, knowledge is power so that you can pass on good eating habits to your kids and you can prevent them from struggling with food-related health issues. All you have to do is click on my email in the show notes, shoot me a quick email, and I will get right back to you. Okay, mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple. I didn't know how to do it either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast in, find my show, scroll to the bottom, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this, and each week I'll be sharing a review of the week because I want to shout you guys out. In all honesty, the reviews are what help this podcast get into the hands of other new mamas. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.